Super Nerd Podcast and our fourth Superhero Smackdown special, where we pit superheroes, villains, creatures, and even some real-life people from fantasy, sci-fi, video games, and more in, that's right, Mortal Kombat. I am your host, Austin, and with me, as always, is the amazing Amanda. Hey. The wild yet elusive Jekka. Yo. And the evil Dr. Chris. Uh, greetings and good evening. Hey folks, thanks so much for joining us again. Make sure to hit that podcast subscribe button. We would love to nerd out with you each and every week. And if you've already hit that podcast subscribe button, you know what I'm going to say. Plus 10 nerd XP to you. Nerd XP! We love you guys. And for everyone else, as soon as you hit that podcast subscribe button, you too can start earning some nerd XP. Nerd XP. That's right. But uh, if you've never joined us for a Superhero Smackdown... Welcome, welcome. This is our fourth. Uh, this is our fourth superhero smackdown. Um, you you are more than invited, more than welcome to go back and check out our previous ones. Our last one was uh, superhero smackdown number three, episode one twenty four, and we have a giant uh, list of nerdy heroes, villains, real life people. You know, all sorts of people. Uh, from sci-fi, video games, and more, and we randomly draw them out of a hat. We randomly draw all these, and we create a tournament. We've got eight people on the left side of the bracket. We've got eight people on the right side of the bracket, and we we dwindle, you know, windle it down to you know our grand champion. And what we do is we we assign one person to say if this person was to win, how would they do it? And then we give both contestants that little what-if scenario, and we vote on who we think would actually win. So, the first person that was drawn out of the hat for our Superhero Smackdown 4 is, from X-Men, Jean Grey versus Yennefer from The Witcher. Wow. That'll be a good matchup. That will be. So... Uh, uh, Amanda, do you want to? I'm taking Jean. All right, Jean, great. We, do we have somebody for Yennefer? Chris, you want to do Yennefer? Uh, okay. I, I, <laughs> I could, I could probably do her a little bit of justice. I think. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Amanda, if Jean Grey was to defeat Yennefer from The Witcher, how would she do it? So Jean Grey is going to go all Dark Phoenix read Yennefer's mind, project a baby. Project a baby. Okay, that, interesting. Because Yennefer craves, like that's the one thing she oh. can't have is a baby. We're getting dark here. Oh yeah, dark phoenix. <laughs> I already said that. Um, yeah. And projects a baby. And then she just takes out Yennefer because Yennefer's so obsessed with that baby. And, and in Jean Grey projects that that's her baby, and Jean Grey's got her. So, I mean, Jean Grey, like is, the is, but is, is is Dark Phoenix really the same as Jean Grey, or would the Dark okay. Phoenix be its own separate? Okay, at the same person? time, like let's say Yennefer is terrorizing a town or is terrorizing a city, 
that's all Jean Grey has to do to distract her and take her out. Whether she kills her or incapacitates her, she just distracts her because she can read Yennefer's mind and project that thought that, oh, well, you have this baby. It's it's a total, like, just takes her out by mind. Okay. All right, Chris. If Yennefer was to defeat Jean Grey, how would she do it? Do I need to have some sort of defense against this? Uh, what would no, no, no. be a ridiculous way of? It would work a hundred percent. Hey, I've just given you the ability to be pregnant. It's literally the only thing you want, as at least from the show that I've seen. Yeah, I, I no, I just you know, it's 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 it's, it's own separate scenario. We're we're really okay. voting on your scenario. We're voting oh, on what, what scenario you think is most likely to be realistic. So so if Yennefer was to defeat Jean Grey. How would she do it? Okay, so uh, my my knowledge of The Witcher it just comes from the the show, not the uh, not the actual game. So if I'm if I'm not doing your justice, you you know, uh, let me know. Here's what I've seen from the from the show. Uh, she like leveled a whole city uh, with a fireball, right? Even oh, Jean yeah. Grey, we saw awesome. you know that she, uh, you know she is. I guess she's. If you try to kill her, she turns into the Phoenix, but um, she's, you know, she is uh, susceptible, right? She's still, uh, you know, it's not like she has armor or anything like that. She basically just has mind powers and all the mind powers in the world don't matter if you're in a city that just got leveled by Yennefer. So I'm going to say with with whatever way she can find through divining uh, or other such magics, she can warp herself to a nice easy location and blast away at a at a range that she doesn't really need to be worried that one of the X-Men is going to sense her or anything like that. She's not an X-Man, she's a, a magician. So oh an elf, I guess. I don't know if that's X or not. Uh I'm gonna say no. So she can't be detected by um you know, the, with the with the X, uh, what am I saying? Professor X. <laughs> this is special uh, locations uh, power. So even if she was looking for Yennefer, she wasn't going to find her. She looks just like a normal person. So I think she'd have stealth on, stealth on her side and the ability to level an entire compound if she wanted to, including the uh, uh, Professor X's castle. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So that would be how she'd do it. All right. One, Any... Any rebuttal on any sides? Otherwise, we'll, we will vote. Uh, I'm just completely confused by Chris's scenario. So I say let's just go vote. See, and I feel like I can't really accurately cast a vote because I haven't seen The Witcher. So I'm like, I know nothing about this person. <laughs> like, I don't know who this is. Okay. Okay, so Yennefer, if she were on Earth she, with mutants, she would be considered a mutant. Okay. Um, she has magical powers. Um, and in the world of the Witcher, each kingdom, they send a sorcerer or, um, or witch, wizard, whatever you want to call it, to counsel the rulers. Yennefer. She's not just just like a juggler or something. She's a hundred year old, like super sorceress. Okay. (laughs) So she has phenomenal powers. She's actually probably one of the strongest of her um, order. 
And mm. she left the order because she really, 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 really wants to have a baby. Gotcha. And she gave okay. up the, the ability to have a baby to be beautiful. Gotcha. Okay. And it's like 100 years, 200 years later, she realizes that she really wanted that baby. <laughs> That's why it would be a very compelling uh, image to, uh, I guess, what would it, implant into her mind that she so is th- now there pregnant. There is nothing that would block so you could say, like, maybe the a situation where Yennefer defeats Jean Grey is when Jean Grey projects the image of a baby, Yennefer gets so angry that she just attacks Jean Grey and overwhelms her and kills her that way. Well, it's the whole thing is, is would she be able to tell because Jean Grey literally gets in her mind? Um the sorcerer powers that the Witcher have, they don't have the, the mind reading abilities. Um, there's nothing that would prevent Professor X from finding her. I think you're basing that Professor X can only find mutants based off of the second X-Men movie. <laughs> that is my source, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- Professor X uses that to amplify his powers. It's ah. not the only way that he can find people. <laughs> and Jean Grey is more powerful than Professor X. Okay. I think I could cast my vote if we're ready for that. Okay. Okay. All right, Jenga, who do you vote for? I Jean, not Jean Grey because or of like not because of lack of ignorance, but because even from the explanations it would I was still seeing it pan out this way. But Jean Grey. Okay. Even if she does not turn into Dark Phoenix, I still think Jean Grey could take out Yennefer. I too vote for Jean Grey, Chris. All right. Well, I did take Yennefer, and she is wildly. She has like wild magic behind. It. There's a chance she would win, but without being able to resist mental, uh, like a like a sigh, um, I guess attack for that purpose. Or yeah, I, I don't think she would make it against Jean Grey. So, you're not <laughs> Amanda. Your knowledge of uh, just exactly how to take down Yennefer of Vengerberg. Uh, was definitely enough for uh, to get even my vote. So I <laughs> all I have to say is like Jean Grey is a very extremely powerful mutant, yeah, yeah. and so so you voted for Jean Grey yes, too. Absolutely. All right, four for four. Jean Grey moves on. All right, the first of four fights on the left hand side of the bracket is complete. We're going on to the second fight, which is Chewbacca. Versus Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'll... Uh, I'll Sonic. Okay, you do Sonic. I'll do Chewbacca then. Uh, I'll go first. All right. So, obviously, Sonic is faster than Chewbacca. But Chewbacca is like an eight-foot-tall, muscular Wookiee. I mean, it'd be like this little, small hedgehog running into him. It might, like, annoy him, but I don't think he'd really do a lot. Plus... Chewbacca has one super advantage over Sonic the Hedgehog, and that is his hair. Because when Sonic runs around Chewbacca, so much static electricity would be built up that if Sonic got too close, the static discharge would just shock Sonic and have him go flying. So uh, Chewbacca... Yes, is not as fast as Sonic, but he could take all the hits 
and be just fine because he uh, he'd get mad and sooner or later, you know, rip your arms out of his socket. So so there we go. Chewbacca defeating Sonic. <laughs> See, and I think that Sonic, he would. Yeah, he would start running around Chewbacca. But as soon as he saw that static electricity build up. I would see him whip out one of his golden rings and he would just transport Chewbacca to that, to just some other world. And that's how he would defeat Chewbacca. He'd, he'd transport him to Tatooine. He'd just send him right to Tatooine. Dump him in, near a, in a Sarlacc pit. He'd just whip a gold loop at him. All right. Any, uh, any comments or rebuttals? <laughs> In what in what universe would we see Chewbacca and Sonic the Hedgehog, a two dimensional, at least in the game, <laughs> two dimensional yes. character, uh, and maybe until the twentieth century? Here, I guess I've. A little well, if you ever saw Sonic movie. the Hedgehog the movie, he's three dimensional. Well, the, the answer is yes to every time we answer or we ask the question: In what universe would these such and such people actually meet up to fight? The answer is just. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They've, they're there. Magic. <laughs> yes. All right. Chewbacca versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Who do you think would win? Amanda, start us off. I'm going to say Sonic. All right. Chris, who do you vote I, for? It, it's hard to vote against Sonic, especially especially if the only defense Chewbacca has is being furry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on that one. Uh, I, too, vote for Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Jekka, who do you vote for? I I'm with Sonic. <laughs> All right, four for four, Sonic. All right, this next one, check it out. We've got Hopper from Stranger Things versus the Master from Doctor Who. <laughs> so, I, Jekka, I, know, I know a little bit about Hopper, but I don't know anything about. Oh, uh, I I could so, defend either one. Okay, Jekka, I say you do Hopper. Okay. And Amanda does the master. Or other way around. I'll do the master. Okay. Okay. So um so I will just say, because of Hopper's experience in dealing with the upside down. Now the upside down is like monsters, but they're still kind of clever monsters, and he's had he's learned how to outsmart them. And not just monsters, but also the government as well. So I can see, like, really, I just see Hopper defeating the Master akin to how the Doctor would defeat him. Like, he would, um, it would be something very simple, but very logical. It would be along the lines of, he would sabotage, he would find a way, first of all, he would uncover the Master's plot, because he's really good at that, and then he would find out, he would sabotage it. Like, he would get he would like if, if it was just him by himself i still believe like he would still be able to get to the master's devious device because the master always has one and he would be able to sabotage it if not destroy it so that's how he would so, defeat the master is he would like, actually sabotage it you fail to mm. realize how much the hopper relies on children to do his work for him <laughs> The I master think, think him, is master I, like, of manipulation. It's getting other people to do his dirty work for him. The master comes in, realizes he needs Hopper to do something for him. Now, Hopper, 
Hopper is recognizing that something's off here. But the master is going to convince Hopper that the master's really on his side until it's too late and the device traps him with the up, with the demogorgon or, or something like that, where the master is going to trap him. The master will manipulate him, convince Hopper he's on his side until it's too late for Hopper to escape. And that's how the master will win. Hmm. You know, it is kind of an interesting uh, matchup because because Hopper, you're right. Hopper does have a lot of uh, experience with uh, weird things that the government, you know, tries to hide and yeah, and conspiracies and and, and and can see through, you know, so uh, much. He's yeah, been a, he's been a cop for a long time. He he knows what what yep. BF looks like. But the master's been around, and the master has been fighting against the doctor, and he might convince Hopper that he is the doctor or doctor like yeah and what i was gonna say is hopper has all that to his advantage yes but the master is a time lord and uh has a freaking time machine (laughs) and a sonic screwdriver of his own or whatever yeah i'm voting for the master i think the master's (laughs) got it chris who do you vote for i Literally just looked up this the master, Doctor Who, and the pictures are ridiculous. There's like this is a skeleton looking people, uh, but mostly they look like villains. Um, and if it's a recurring character since 1971, it's clearly uh, intelligent and compelling. Yeah, so character. So instead of a sort of, sort of fat Rambo, uh, might not be able to hang with a time traveling, time traveling uh, like super villain i think uh i'm gonna go with the master on this one. all right jekka who do you vote for i really do want to put my faith in hopper but i really do think the master would do exactly what amanda said amanda who do you vote for <laughs> the master yeah all right you hopper know dance no chance so we are we're, we're cruising through these already the first three fights are done we got Jean gray uh, Sonic and the Master moving on so far. And now we move on to our next fight uh, on the left side of the bracket. We've got Black Widow versus Michelangelo. Oh! From Teenage Mutant, Mut- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Michelangelo oh, well, from... really funny if we argued the artist, too. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, any volunteers for either of those who wants to argue on their behalf? Anybody? I could do Black Widow. Okay. Jekka, did you want Michelangelo? I know you're I a big either FBL I, fan. I, I, I would be happy to do Michelangelo, but I was, because I've done the last, like the last two ones, I was going to see if like maybe you, Austin, wanted to do it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm more than willing, but I know you're a big Ninja Turtle fan, but I, I'll do it if you don't want it. I'll do it. I want Mikey. Okay. All right. Go for it. All right. So, Chris, how would Black Widow defeat Michelangelo? Well, Black Widow being maybe the best ninja alive at, during your time uh, that doesn't have superpowers or that we know of anyway. Um, she's not just a a formidable ninja. Uh, she also is very well connected. Now, I think she, if if the Ninja Turtles really existed. 
she would have some path or some trace or some contact in some underworld that they could get a hold of them. And I think she would have no problem maybe setting up a, maybe even a one-on-one with Michelangelo. Michelangelo's got, um, yeah, he's the party turtle, but he probably wouldn't back down from, you know, a fight, especially, you know, if it was just, if she was maybe just playing friends, right? Oh, I'm on your side, whatever, you know, you're for justice. Great. So am I. I bet she could lure him out one-on-one and with her set of skills and her, I don't know, her shock uh, van braces or whatever those things were, I bet she could take care of him with no problem, even in a one-on-one martial arts fight. And I think I'd love to see that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jekka, Michelangelo. How would Michelangelo defeat Black Widow? So... There, I do think that in a straight up fight, I think he, I believe he would still take Black Widow, um, because of his fights against the Shredder. And yes, they have been tough. And I'm saying, like, it would be a really tough, long fight. Like, both of them would get really beat up. But I do feel like he is, I mean, he grew up on doing this. And Black Widow, like, I mean, I guess Black, they both did now that I think about it. The little I know of it, um, a Black Widow, I mean, like, what we've learned from, like, the Marvel movies. Um, but I do think, like, Michelangelo, just because um, I, I feel like he would kind of distract her with his smack talk kind of thing, and that would just kind of throw her for a loop enough that he can kind of get the upper hand. So that's one scenario. But the other scenario that I think is probably more plausible is when he sees Black Widow, and even if she wants to fight, he's going to be so smitten by her that instead <laughs> he's going to try to go on a date with her, and she is going to be so flummoxed by it that she, just to kind of see what he's up to, she will say yes, and he will take her out to pizza, and that's how he'll defeat her, is with a pizza. Oh, Actually, I think she's pretty good at taking care of giant green beasts. Yeah, well, no, no, check us out. I I think if Michelangelo was to try to ask Black Widow out, I think he would do it in such a childish, you know, ridiculous manner that he would put Black Widow off. And Black Widow, of her own volition, would walk away from the fight because she doesn't want to, you know, date this, you know, heave bag or whatever. I think that that is how Michelangelo wins. He would hound her and he would send her flowers and bring, deliver her pizza. And that's how he would defeat her, yeah. Yeah, that is that is funny. Okay, I, I'll start the vi- uh, the vote uh, oh, for the fighting. Uh, I think honestly, um, th- that scenario we just played might 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 actually be the most realistic with those two characters. But if it was an actual fight between the two, I think I think Michelangelo would have the upper hand. Uh, like they're both like ninjas, but one's a ninja that, that also has like superhuman you know, toughness and, and a big shell on his back for protection and, and all that. So I, so I'm, I'm going to vote for Michelangelo. Um, Amanda, who do you vote for? I would vote for Black Widow. Okay. All right. Black Widow. Why? Honestly, as Chris pointed out, she does have a lot of experience dealing with big green monsters. Okay. And honestly, her training is for more unique situations. And I just think she's going to be a lot faster than a turtle. Okay. All right. Uh, Jekka, who do you vote for? Black Widow or Michelangelo? 
Um, I, I would still go for Michelangelo. Um, another thing that just occurred to me is Mikey has like, he, from the very beginning, he's always had like a purpose, something he's fighting for. And that does give someone extra, kind of like the extra motivation that usually allows, yeah. like help them overcome, like come out on top and fight. So I would vote for Mikey because like, for, like he always has that, like he's fighting for his family, like he's fighting for pizza, you know, like that sort of thing. So I, I, I voted thing. for Mikey. All right, Chris, who do you vote for, Black Widow or Michelangelo? <sighs> You know, the scenario I set up, a one-on-one fight I'd love to see. I just think that she would have gadgets and uh, she would, she always can predict her opponent's moves too. She would see the ninja, however she was trained, it was, you know, through um, Splinter, um, was probably a, a certain type of ninjutsu. And she'd probably see right through it. She's so intelligent. I think don't think she'd have any problem uh, countering every one of his nunchuck you attacks, which I don't even think is a like a real ninja weapon. I'm pretty sure that got invented. Uh, <laughs> by no, Bruce nunchucks Lee. are but real. That those are real. Okay, someone yeah, told me that Bruce Lee invented them because they were flashy and cool. Yeah, and no, no, they're an actual. I heard that. I'm like, how could Mike, Michelangelo be the you know? <laughs> so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Black Widow, but you know, it's it'll be good. Okay, all right. So it is two to two, which means we're kind of in a uh, sudden death here. We got we got we got to talk it out and actually figure it out. Okay, so like yeah, so she so she has experience fighting big green people. You're talking about the Hulk, but she never really fought him. All she did was just try to not get squished, you know? Right. So but at the same time, she's not trying to really take the the Hulk is different than a turtle. A ninja turtle. Let's 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 be correct okay, here. A, a ninja turtle. <laughs> very, very different than a ninja turtle. Yeah, Michelangelo is not so. He is a ninja turtle. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they're fast. Like they're fast. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I'll I'll give you, I'll give Black Widow that she has more acrobatic skills, but I don't think she that she doesn't have the f- same fight skills that Michelangelo would have. I, the I'm only thinking. way Michelangelo could win is if he chases her off romantically. She's so good <laughs> at faking romance to people. If he did that, she would just fake him out and take him out. I think he'd be a softie for her too. She's got the um she's got that red hair just like April. Oh yeah. Yeah. April O'Neil. Uh-huh. So okay, that's interesting because yeah, Amanda brought up a good point. Like if if the if the fight was in the realm of romance, <laughs> Bl- Black Widow, if she wanted to get Michelangelo to fall for her, could do it. But at the same time, if Michelangelo wanted to try to get Black Widow romantically involved with him, I think he would scare her off because <laughs> he he'd be so goofy. So and, and half the time Black Widow is going in as a spy first and finding weakness to begin with. She doesn't always go for the direct attack. She's always getting information first before the fight. That's why Black Widow would win. What, what information? What information is valuable? This 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 lazy teenage mutant ninja turtle likes to eat pizza and skateboard. <laughs> that ain't gonna do nothing. 
Well, <laughs> they need to find out if they're good for a shield. Oh, uh, okay, fine. Well, yeah, and which they example. would be, which they would be. They just would an example. Because Black Widow has worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. They need to find out if the turtles are a threat to the city. Uh, Either way, Black Widow would win. I, I don't know. I don't I know. know. I'm with you there, Austin. I'm like, I just keep seeing Mikey. Like, it would be a close well, fight. And I could see, too, like, even if she's like, ooh, I'll, I'll play along, you know, kind of play him in the romance department. I could see the, her eventually realizing, oh, no, he's, like, harmless kind of thing. and. They, they, and it's the whole thing of like they would actually end up working together, and I think that would be a defeat. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text a friend to see if I can get somebody else to. I, I would doubt that. Oh, yeah, we need a breaker. <laughs> if it was, <laughs> if it was, if it, if they were both had the uh, ability to convince each other to join, you know, the righteous side, uh, I doubt that it'd be Black Widow going, yeah, I'll live in the sewers and fight the underground uh you know shredders underground ninja dimension right. people or whatever. i'm gonna call my brother colin real quick he's gonna, he's gonna settle it <laughs> yes we're just gonna ask you hear it oh yeah i hear the I hear ring okay i've got it on speaker hopefully he picks up It'd be embarrassing okay, that or we'll just have to call bob well bob I, says he's I got like i know we'll just interrupt his studying this is important Ah, Colin, answer the phone, dude. What? All right, if he doesn't, if he doesn't answer, I'm gonna call my. Okay, I'm calling my brother Nathan now. Oh come on, we just need to call Bob. What about David? What about Sugarhorn? What the? He could settle. Okay. I feel like we're on who wants to be. Nathan, hey, I'm on the podcast. I got a quick question for you. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Black Widow? Um, are there stipulations to this fight? No, just just who who do you think would win in a fight? I, I think I'd have to give it to Black Widow. Oh, okay. Well, why? <laughs> All right. Why do you give yeah. it to Black Widow? Uh, well, I'm just trying to compare the skills and the, the I guess, the, the tools or the weapons they used. And I just keep thinking back. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is I keep thinking back to the whole, like, Indiana Jones scene where you have that, that dude with the sword and all the fancy tricks, and then, he just, then Indiana Jones pulls out the pistol and shoots him. Uh. I just... You put Michelangelo and uh, Black Widow in those spots, and that I, I just see that happening. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. Think about that. I guess if there weren't guns involved, I mean, they're both pretty adept with uh, martial arts and, and weapons. And Black Widow has probably been in more stressful situations, probably been mm-hmm. outnumbered more times, mm-hmm. just by nature of the work she does. I, yeah, I'd have to give it she to has Black more real-world experience. So, yeah. all right, all it's right, thanks, beings. thanks, show. Nathan. Yeah. We'll we'll call you again if we get if we get stuck. <laughs> all right, all right. Bye, bye, bye. All right, well, there we go. The tiebreaker. Uh, Black 
Widow moves on. So we are done with the left-hand side of the bracket. We're now going to transfer to the right-hand side of the bracket where there are four more fights awaiting. And this next fight, when this was drawn randomly, I think this might be the fight of the night. We've got Mag We've got Magneto. Magneto versus Ahsoka Tano. What? Ah- no. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, yeah, of course. But why do you think that's going to be so epic? I don't think that's going to be that epic. Dude, are you kidding me? Uh, so, uh, so you don't know, uh, you might not know much about uh, Ahsoka, uh, but I- she, she is the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, of course. He, she's the you know, and dual lightsaber. I just saw her in Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but have also, you watched the Clone Wars and Rebels? Not enough of the Clone Wars that or rebels to know well, okay. about her, but all right. Well, she is BA. So okay, all right, Chris. How about how about you? You do Magneto. Okay, that'll be easy. He uses his and, mind, and the whatever metals on her just just and okay. uh, whatever. Can, look, okay, wait, Amanda's Amanda's pointing at me to do Ahsoka. Yeah, you're oh, but yeah. but I gotta be honest with you, like. Like I think this would be the fight of the night, but can I'm we, not. Can we come back to this? Can we be make this the last <laughs> of the, uh, the first, the first elimination, and then Magneto versus Ahsoka Tano? Okay, how about this? How about this? How about we all get involved with this? Like, if Magneto was like, let's let's just discuss it because I, I can't, I can't, I I can't wrap my head around this one. This one is hard for me to do. This is hard. This might. This well, is the hardest one, I think we've ever done. So let's kind of talk about some of the the difficulties for it. So Magneto could call so he- her her lightsabers to him because their hilts are made of metal, but she can use the force to pull them back to her. But and the difference is, I'm oh, sorry. Go on, Amanda. Keep going. Um, the force controls more than just metal. And she's a skilled martial artist, so... Yeah, but, I mean, you've seen Days of Future Past. I mean, Magneto's throwing around entire, like, baseball stadiums. I mean, that is on par or more so than anything we've seen Ahsoka do. I mean, like, the hardest we've seen her do is try to pull down uh, Darth Maul's ship as it's leaving in uh, the last season of The Clone Wars, but I don't know. Jekka, what were you going to say? Um, I, I was going to say, too, that, like, the other thing is, I feel like Magneto, he relies a lot on his power, and Ahsoka has learned that to not, like, rely on her power, like, her power is there and she uses it, but she tends to, like, use it as a tool, not so much as, like, the only way to get what she wants. Like, she's very resourceful and versatile, and and so, like, I mean, I'll just say this, like, I, I've... It, it, like, it, it is hard because, like, I could see Magneto overcoming her with the fact that he can pull her lightsabers away and control her lightsabers. Um, but she, you know, it's a matter of, like, which will be, I think the key thing with this is which is more powerful, Magneto's power or the Force, you know? But so even I, with I, that, I feel like Ahsoka's brain and the fact that she, like, Anakin was her master and he's like very resourceful and thinks outside of the box like i that's where i feel like she could over like she could take out magneto 
Like, she wouldn't kill him. I, I don't really see her killing him, but she would definitely, like, incapacitate him. Yeah. So, uh, here's how I look at it. So, the Force is way more versatile than Magneto's ability to control magnetism and metal. But, uh, but I think Magneto's ability uh, to control metal uh dwarfs her ability to control the force and and because i mean magneto is like i don't know what they call it in, in the x-men world but like he's like a level 10 mutant threat like he's like top of the food chain when it comes to yeah yeah mutant powers okay. um so here's the difference though is ahsoka can basically neutralize his power and it then becomes their physical skills against each other because Magneto will How? throw a baseball stadium at her and she'll just jump and run through the baseball stadium and kick him in the head. <laughs> uh, and, and another thing too, I think, is it would depend on the battlefield. If it's like in Coruscant, Coruscant then I could see Magneto, like, I don't, I'd be honest, I could see Magneto coming out on top. But if it was in a forest, Ahsoka all the way. Because at the like, same time, you know, at the same time, even on Coruscant, if he throws stuff at her, she can just jump and launch herself from whatever he's throwing at her. Or use the force and, to redirect And if it, he tries, like, exactly. And if he tries to, like, capture her in metal, she can use the force to escape. Like, yeah. her abilities with the force kind of, like, he is extremely strong with metal, but at the same time, the force gives her that edge, which it makes it more of a physical battle instead of a powers battle. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Does anyone know about the iron content of the species Togruta? Oh, <laughs> you're done with like <laughs> the iron in her blood? Yeah. Exactly. Make, make him a bloodbender? Yeah. <laughs> He, he did it in the was it the was it the first or the second? He did in the second one where he uh, got the blood out of the uh, the the guard, yeah, and there wasn't yeah, even that much. The guard had to eat something to give him a high iron content. No, um, Mystique that's, that's injected yeah. liquid yeah. iron into Reductive. him. Yeah, so, so the guard had a lot of iron in him to begin with. Like the human body, I think, doesn't have enough iron for it to do what Magneto wanted to do. So Mystique had to get like put more in him. She had to help a lot. That was a wicked scene in that movie when oh, he's I just know. draining it from his the, the guy's blood and uh yeah, and those two balls going around destroying it. Yeah, that was a wicked cool scene. Anyways, Magneto versus Ahsoka Tano. Um would anybody like to start the uh, voting? I oh, vote oh. for Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Chris, who do you vote for? Magneto. Any if he, even if he just had like a, a a matchbox car in his pocket, okay, he would detect any life form with any sort of iron in their blood, you know, that breathes oxygen most likely from any distance and be able to stop them, you know. But All she right. could sense him just as right. well. Yes, yes. Or could yes. she right. sense him if she if he's wearing a, a this helmet, which he tends to do? That yeah, that's to block Charles Xavier, who's a psychic. Yeah, it's like, does his helmet, will, like, would his helmet block the force? Like, that's that's what that, I mean. Like, that's what makes that his, make like, no what, sense. yeah. It's like what Austin said. Like, the thing about this is it's trying to decide which is more powerful, Magneto's power or the force. 
All right, so so but, Chris yeah. votes for Magneto. Amanda votes for Ahsoka. Uh, Jekka, who do you vote for? <laughs> oh man. <sighs> who do you vote for? Uh, I do think Ahsoka. I think she. I feel like she is just mm-hmm. more versatile and more resourceful. She mm-hmm. thinks outside of the box. That's that's why. I it's like she has learned to think outside of the box and tackle She's problems been trained differently. To think outside the box. Magneto never had that training. All right. My turn. I vote for Magneto. Call up your little brother. I vote for Magneto because I think I think yes, you can do more with the force. And Ahsoka is very powerful with the force. But I honestly think that I honestly think that Magneto, uh, even though he his power is not as versatile, I think he's just that much more powerful with magnetism. I mean, I I don't think I don't think Magneto would have any problem like ripping two or three skyscrapers out of the ground and using them as shields. Where I think Ahsoka Tano using the Force would have trouble maybe ripping, you know one out of the ground or even a tree hey okay let, let's look at it well, I, think, I think she could do a tree i'm just thinking about this in like a i've seen ahsoka yeah go get, yeah call bob right it's, it's, probably not, it's not probably not gonna be covered uh we're not gonna figure it out between the four of us but it all right, Please right. Leave your no, i bob. think he would answer it for you i don't think he has my number in his phone <laughs> well so, my phone is at four percent battery power come on bob all right, I will call Bob real imagine quick. Scene, imagine the scene you guys may have uh, been very uh, recently familiar with. Uh, I don't know the name of the planet, uh, but Ahsoka right. tried to assault like a small facility and couldn't do it. We'll call him Bob real quick. We'll see if he answers. Well... Are you talking about Mandalorian? Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, but she didn't want she people didn't want dying. To... Yeah, she was trying to do it without killing anyone. That and she was oh. trying to keep the person in charge alive so she could get information out of her. Yeah, so she, like, I, I felt like if, Bob, in that episode... If she... Bob's doing his schoolwork. You know that, right? He ain't gonna answer. Please leave. Yeah. Darn it. Well, I'm, I'm calling Nathan again. He's reliable. <laughs> what? He called me back. Bob called back? Bob, call me back. Oh, Bob, call. Wait, Bob's calling me okay. right now. Yes. Bob. Bob. Wait, wait. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey. Hi. We really <laughs> need your help. Quick question, because we're stuck. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Magneto or Ahsoka Tano? Magneto or Ahsoka? Yes. Who would win in a fight? Uh, duh, Ahsoka. <laughs> Whoa, really? Why why would Ahsoka win? Because Ahsoka doesn't necessarily have magnetic metal. Nobody's ever determined that uh, that lightsabers are magnetic. They're moved oh. by the force, not by oh. magnetic. Okay. All right. Oh. Thank Magnet you, Bob. Wires magnetic metal, which is why he can't move uh, shit like aluminum. Or stuff like aluminum. <laughs> yeah, we're on the po- yeah, we're, we're recording on the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Bob. Talk to you later. Okay, I'm going to go back to studying. Uh, All right, bye-bye. 
All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano is moving forward. Our, our second fight on the right-hand side of the bracket is the Green Ranger versus Frodo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. Oh. oh. Uh, let me let me have Frodo. <laughs> okay, Chris, you got Frodo. Uh, Amanda, you want to do Green Ranger? I can do Green Ranger. All right. So if if the Green Ranger was to defeat Frodo, what would that look like, Amanda? So first, the Green Ranger would stop Frodo and look and ask for directions. Now, the way that <laughs> Power Rangers speak, because I really remember my stepdad making fun of the Power Rangers when I was a kid. And he would start talking, but he would keep moving his hands and explain he cannot stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) He cannot talk without moving his hands. He can't stop moving his hands. And so the Power Ranger is going to sit and be like asking for directions, but he can't stop moving his hands. And Frodo will take that as an act of aggression. Okay. All right. And so then Frodo will attack and the Power Rangers will be like, why are you attacking me? I'm just asking for directions. And he's going to totally like just martial arts and kick Frodo's butt. Hmm. All right. I, you know, yes. Frodo's a nice guy. He'd probably accept anyone asking him for directions, even if it was an orc. He'd be like, uh, you know, be like, oh, it's, you know, green dragons that way. You know, please don't eat me. Um, so that could work, right? But also, Frodo, we'll just say it's um, pre-Lord of the Rings Frodo. And he's got the Ring of Power, so he wins, right? I don't, I don't really see it. You, you don't get to decide. <laughs> well, do we get to decide where they're at? I mean, because it's kind of like... Is it, going- is it rich Frodo after all the you know things have happened and he's just, you know, spending his days... So I'll clarify this if it helps. When I th- when I see Frodo, like looking at the name Frodo on our tournament list, I think of like Frodo in the middle of his journey. He has the Ring of Power. He's making his way across Middle Earth. Like that's what I'm picturing right now. And he's starting, but at the same starting starting time, little... Rich Frodo has mo- the most confidence because he's been through it. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're doing we're doing movie Frodo. Movie Frodo. We're doing, okay. movie, we're doing movie Frodo. Two towers. There you go. Okay, two okay towers so two Frodo. towers. So he he okay. has the ring. He's been traveling for a while. He, he you know the one thing Frodo has is uh, Mirthreal. I think that's what you call Mithril. it. The uh, yes, yeah, the, uh, the, the the impierceable armor that uh, looks like silk, the white silk. So anyway, I just throwing that out there. And, and Chris, I'm just going to point out: Have you ever seen the Power Rangers? say anything when they're in their suits they keep nodding well they nod but they also wildly exaggerate their yeah. hand gestures in a threatening manner <laughs> so if okay so if a if a green ranger with like his power suit you know stretch suit or whatever nylon thing or whatever the heck that is pops into existence like a like a one of those clay minions um, and just starts, you know, wildly swinging their arms around and trying to get his. I, I, I'm not sure that Frodo would be able to defend, but Frodo is more of a, um, hey, look at me, I'm innocent, and you know, whatever, and please help me. Right? He got the the greatest warriors of Middle Earth to join him on a quest to destroy uh, a ring that they all kind of wanted, you know. So he's definitely has a persuasiveness that uh is hard to define 
I would say that the, I don't know, the, the fact that he looks like an innocent bystander would completely put off uh, Green Ranger's ability to have any sort of combat intentions towards him. Uh, and he could just slip his ring on and disappear, and that'd be the end of the battle, and he'd never have to deal with the Green Ranger again. I think it'd be more of an avoidance than a, you know, yeah, using sting on fight, him. Yeah. You know, but he could. It, even with, you know, if let's say Frodo was really, you know, beefing on the Green Ra- Ranger, for some reason, you just slip that ring on, uh, you know, take out Sting and, you know, do your business. I'm not sure a magic... A sword would be stopped by a power suit, but you know that's a that's up for interpretation, I guess. So that's that's how Bilbo could easily easily defeat him by just walking away. You know, uh, not I mean, Frodo. Frodo, excuse me. Did I say Bilbo? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I say we just get to voting. All right. Let's vote. Uh, I vote for the Green Ranger. I think the Green Ranger would take out Frodo. <laughs> Checka. I, I actually kind of think Frodo could do it, like, for the purpose of what Chris said, like, putting on the ring and then attacking him invisible. I mean, wait, do the power, does the Power Rangers have a way to, like, night vision or heat vision or anything like no. that? No, no. Yeah, I, I could actually see, like, Frodo, like, take him out if he had to in a fight. All right, Chris? Yeah, I, I believe Frodo would have the advantage. He literally has an invisibility ring, and... Also, he's got towards the two towers. He's got a little bit of more direness to him, so I bet he'd be willing to stab stab a dude. It, it's Frodo all the way, guys. It is Frodo. <laughs> all right, and you know what? I I I was I, I only picked Green Ranger out of like a you know fifty five to forty five uh, you know percentile. Is it Power Ranger? Frodo totally takes out the Power Ranger. <laughs> Can I say, like, when I first looked at that, I was like, oh, Green Ranger all the way. But then I thought, like, when Chris pointed out, like, he has the one ring, I was like, oh, yeah, invisibility. Like, that right there gives him an advantage. So that kind of, like, took me by surprise. I will say that. Like, I was I was really expecting it to be like, I was about to throw my vote in for Green Ranger until we had that compelling argument for Frodo. I was like, oh. If it was post, you know, chucking the ring into the, you know, the the fire uh i would say that frodo had absolutely no chance but you know yeah yeah your <laughs> yeah. power is the ring of power so yeah. all right <laughs> moving on to our third fight on the right hand side of the bracket we've got steve from stranger things we're gonna say this is uh was it scoopies yeah the scoopies scoopies, 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 level steve. Steve. <laughs> scoopies from, uh, from season three versus uh draco malfroy from harry potter oh so uh, who you take Steve and Mandy you gotta do you gotta do Draco then okay I I think someone else needs a turn (laughs) fine I'll do Draco um so Steve I am figuring out that Draco is a bully and he's and and I'll clarify this I'm thinking of Draco as in pre Half Blood Prince Draco, before right. he started kind of like you know. Let's say like um, you're five, Draco Malfoy. Yeah, you're five. We can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. You're five. That. Like that's kind of how I'm thinking it. So yes, I, I agree. Can, I can like, totally do that. Nipping him out, 
And he would just kind of like keep an eye on him. And then he would notice that Draco keeps fiddling with this weird stick. And then Steve would lure Draco into like the back of scoops being like, hey, I'll give you a free scoop. Come back here kind of thing. And Draco would be like, oh, silly muggle, fine, whatever. And he'll go in there. And then Steve will just like sucker punch him when he's not looking, take his wand and snap it. Okay. I'm just going to ask, how successful would any of that have been in actual Hogwarts? How many times did Draco lose his wand? That's what I thought. That was because Draco never got knocked unconscious. But no one Draco would never, like, Draco's so disdainful of muggles, he'd be like, ooh, that looks nasty. No, go away. Shoo. Um, so if he if he does come to a fight and Steve tries to knock him out, he's just going to throw a crucio. Or he's going to um, obliviate and put a couple of nasty hexes on him and go on his way. And, and uh, for us muggles, uh, so they're going to he's going to erase um Steve's memory oh, okay. that he ever existed. And then he's gonna do things like a tripping jinx where okay. Steve just keeps tripping all over the place randomly. Or he gets boils or like his tongue elongates. Or he starts vomiting up slugs. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh Chris, who do you think would win? Steve or Draco? Okay, so See, uh, episode five, Draco. All right. He's not a fifth movie, fifth movie. Sure. Right. He's still, what is he? 13. He's 15. Oh, he's 15. And Steve is only like 16 or 17. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, cause I would say like first year Draco would probably have no chance against a cool suave, you know, uh, you know, a high school or whatever that would be like, <laughs> There's a lot of thing I, things a high schooler could tell an 11 year old that would be like, you know, hey, you know, if you stick this thing up your nose, you'll have better magic power or whatever, you know. Oh, really? You know, that's, you know, but if they're practically the same age, oh, man. I, okay, I have a, I have the a boy feeling. without magic versus the boy it with totally, magic. It totally is. Yeah. However, however, he's able to somehow stand his ground against very dark magical powers and succeed, you know. But he does it with a group. That's true. And he usually has a superhero next to him. Yes. You know, bending stuff. I guess Draco. I'm trying to see how Steve could win, but I guess there's just (laughs) no way that his hair product would have have any bearing on this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, th- I think the hair product has uh, failed, Steve. I'm voting for Draco as well. Jekka, who do you vote for? Um, I, I gave it. Uh, it was a. It was a real stretch. I'll admit, it was hard to defend Steve, but it's Draco all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's Amanda? Draco for the very reason that Amanda right. said. Like, yeah, it's like Draco. Yeah, not even look twice at him. <laughs> all right, moving on to our. Fourth and final fight on the right-hand side of the bracket. We've got seven of nine from Star Trek. Chris, you want to do that one? Yes, please. And I've got uh, Cyclops. I'll do Cyclops from X-Men. So, Chris, how would seven of nine defeat Cyclops? we got a lot of X-Men in this one. You know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real. Well, okay, is this seven of nine as a Borg, seven of nine hanging on, on the Voyager? 
Uh, I think it's seven of nine hanging on the Voyager. Like, let's take the uh, the the most pop culture-y, you know, version. That makes sense. Okay, well, look, Cyclops is, you know, he's a great leader in all. And yeah, he can blast you with his eyeball. Great. Okay, uh, seven of nine is a is one of the most powerful space faring species in the entire galaxy. She has seen, she hasn't just seen the beams coming out of things. She's seen multiple spectrum phaser arrays with, uh, you know, you name the technology, her, her, you know, subspecies, I guess you could call it has countered it. And I'm sure, I'm sure she would have no problem uh, detecting a, you know, a, a powerful energy source, a weapon, in the eyeball of this, um, of this Cyclops and already have some countermeasure for it, a shield ray ready to be set up a, um, maybe she just have a phaser in her hand and then what, you know, she's got about the same power as Cyclops does, uh, just with a phaser. Right. Uh, I don't think she'd any, have any problem battle wise, uh, taking him out and intelligence wise. She's an augmented, um, superhuman basically, She's a, she was basically the data for Voyager. I don't think she'd have any problem uh, outwitting or uh, outfighting um, a, uh, an X-Man, even if it was the leader of the X-Men. Okay. All right. Cyclops, the leader of the X-Men, has a vast amount of experience fighting villains way more dangerous than Seven of Nine. Um, who, yes, may be crafty behind a computer, but you have to get, uh, you need, you need some time and distance to, uh, to, you know, craft something to use against Cyclops. Cyclops right there just basically reaches up to his visor, clicks the little button and just kablamos seven of nine decapitating her. I mean, I, I really don't think Cyclops would break much of a sweat. Uh, fighting somebody who's basically just a, you know, a normal human being who happens to be smart. Well, she also has uh, computer implants to enhance her abilities. Okay, so she's smart. And probably faster, stronger than the average human is. She'd probably be able to dodge at least a couple of... All of which if that came down to. All of which pales in comparison to the average villain that Cyclops wipes the floor with each and every day. <laughs> so, anyways, that's my argument. Uh, Jekka, who do you vote for? Seven of Nine or Cyclops? Uh, I honestly think Cyclops would. Okay. For the Amanda? reason that he's dealt with things more powerful than her. <laughs> it would be Cyclops. All right. You know, I actually have... I'll vote. I actually have to give it to Chris. Like... Like, you're right, Chris. I think she could, like, maybe find some sort of shield. But I think, uh, I don't think she's going to have a shield prepared for somebody just shooting lasers out of their eyes. I mean, it's kind of, right. she, would would she wouldn't have that frequency modulated or what. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to Cyclops. Who do you vote for, Chris? All right. Well, you know, I love Seven of Nine, right? You know, I grew up with her. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's hard for me to say uh, Cyclops because um, 
honestly, I could say, oh, Seven of Nine would have Voyager and Janeway and, you know, these other things. But she doesn't. We're talking about this character, Seven of Nine, versus the character Cyclops. And Cyclops is definitely more well-equipped to to you know, battle on just about any front, even aliens. So yeah. I, guess, I guess I have to give it to Cyclops. Okay. Four <laughs> for four Cyclops. So there we go. So we're, we're done with the first round. We've got uh, Jean Grey defeating Yennefer, Sonic defeating Chewbacca, the Master defeating Hopper from Stranger Things, Black Widow defeating Michelangelo, Ahsoka Tano that was defeating, that one was defeating Magneto. That was a rough uh, one. <laughs> Frodo <laughs> defeating the Green Ranger, uh, Draco Malfoy defeating Steve from Stranger Things, and Cyclops defeating Seven of Nine. So we're going back to the left-hand side, and we've got Jean Grey versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I I can do Sonic the Hedgehog if somebody wants to do Jean Grey. I can do Jean. Okay, all right, Amanda, go for it. If Jean was to win, how would she defeat Sonic the Hedgehog? So... Honestly, I don't think Sonic would be going in as a an attacking position because that's just kind of not what Sonic would do. But I could see him causing chaos running around. And so Jean Grey would be able to hear his thoughts even as he's moving around super fast. So she would be able to get to, to understand him and use her powers to get him to slow down and can either m- mimic in his mind a place where he wants to be so she can contain him. Because that would be the goal here, would be to contain Sonic. And sh- she could even honestly just hold him in place with her mind if she needed to. Okay. All right. So I think Jean Grey would defeat Sonic the Hedgehog. But Sonic the Hedgehog, after his initial defeat would rise back up as his super sonic self standing there in his, you know, Goku yellow armored self. Uh, and as super sonic, um, he's basically like this invincible speed demon bullet. That's like as fast as light going everywhere. And And she just holds him in place as he tries to run. (laughs) Excuse me, this is if Sonic was to win. How would it work? Okay. (laughs) So, at that point, he's traveling at the speed of light, and he goes into his, like, you know, furball, you know, uh, saw blade mode, and he just decapitates Jean Grey right then and there, or he just goes right down the middle. All right, voting. (laughs) Jekka. That got gruesome really fast. Um, yeah, I would have to hand it to Jean Grey. Chris? Uh, Jean Grey, for sure. I vote for Jean. I vote for Jean Grey, too. (laughs) (laughs) Three-dimensional. That's got to be a huge advantage. All right, Jean Grey wins. Moving on. Uh, We've got the Master versus Black Widow. Uh, Jekka, you want to do the Master? Chris, you want to do Black Widow? Sounds good. Sure. All right. All right, Black, uh, Jackie, we want to go first, or you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. So I'm looking at this, ahead. the master, okay? And uh, I don't know a lot about Doctor Who. I didn't super get into it. I know what a, you know, a Dalek is and a, you know, 
uh, I know enough, right? But I didn't really know who the master was. And I actually was interested to read just a little bit while um, while you guys were talking about his or her uh, specialties, right? So mostly it's a dude throughout the history of time. And it looks like a sort of a creepy dude. And there's no, nothing a creepy dude... Okay, there's creepy dudes is is uh, Natasha's specialty. Okay, she she's been dealing with creepy dudes her entire life, especially ones that look like vaguely, you know, uh, Eastern European. Okay, so I I think she would have absolutely no idea uh, or absolutely no problem uh, dealing with any any sort of um, a villain uh, that was still a man uh, that probably at first looked at her as, okay, you know, if they were just to meet on the street, um, would never think twice that she had the capabilities she did. Right. And then let's say, uh, they did meet on the street. Hey, I'm the master. Who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, you know, black widow. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you can be useful for me or whatever. And, and you know what? Immediately she would sense the power and possibly the, you know, the, the, the technology that the master was, you know, was cooking. And she would go, yeah, I could work for you. I would be a really good, you know, sidekick or whatever. She would manipulate the heck out of some unsuspecting old dude uh, thinking that, you know, he just found a, a cool new like sidekick or whatever. Wouldn't happen. She'd be, you know, she'd play the long game. She'd, you know, wait for the right moment. She'd steal his, uh, his spanner or whatever those things, whatever he's got that is his special thing. I actually read what his, his gear was, but then it'd get, it'd get picked off, you know, it'd get, it'd get lifted by the, uh, the master ninja and, you know, pocket picker artist. Uh, I don't think, I don't think he would know what was coming. Uh, he'd underestimate her and that'd be the end of it. She would wait for a moment. So, so something that you don't realize, Chris, um, in the entire series of Doctor Who, it's actually always a surprise when the master appears or when the master is identified. Because for like the master, for the reasons that Amanda had defended previously, he is a master manipulator to the point that he even fools the doctor. So the doctor doesn't realize who he is until the last, like it's almost too late. So for the same reason that the master would defeat Hopper in like kind of making Hopper think he was an ally is the same reason I can see the master defeating Black Widow. Is oh my gosh, who would the master he be? Would, he would He'd... see, like she would generally believe he is on her side. Like he is one of those, like he would be like when he betrays her, she would ask, are you Hydra? And he'd say, no, I'm the master kind of thing. Because um, he's not S.H.I.E.L.D. nor Hydra. Is it usually something you'd never expect? Because I, I, I just had a flash of Agent Coulson being like, ha ha, it was me. Agent yeah, Coulson. No, it, it, really, it really is. Yeah. Whenever the master is revealed, it's always a surprise. It's kind of like, whoa, because he it's like a character that you you either are kind of like, like, okay, that's a weird person that's kind of like just there. Or there's someone that the people, like the doctor has been working with. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like... And, and you're you think the, the person's genuinely trying to help. Yeah. Like and they turn out to be the genuinely timing the trying to help. So I could see the master defeating Black Widow for the same reason as Hopper and that the master is great at making people trust him. He's a so master. That, 
by himself. He can betray them for his own. Like he can. He's not even a master. He's a, he's like a super. He's a time traveling master spy, and Natasha is just a a regular old kick ass ninja master spy from like exactly. a right, just her own time. Right, Austin, <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote for the master. Yeah. Okay. I will also vote for the master or Missy. Or Missy. <laughs> yeah. Or Missy, yes. There was one. <laughs> oh, let one me tell you, her. let me tell you, Chris, like Missy, she is by far my favorite version of the master. Just throwing that out there. Did she not see amazing. that coming at all. It was like, oh, mind blown. Um, but I I was, I'll, I'll just I vote for the master if anyone can tell. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Chris, who do you vote for? I, you know, like I said, my knowledge of this master was pretty low. Uh, now that I understand that it basically be spy versus spy, and one of them can time travel, I'll put my hat in time traveling uh, spy. Okay, all right. Ahsoka Tano versus Frodo. <laughs> Do we even need to argue this? <laughs> Well, we, we don't have to. I mean, we can. <laughs> I think we all know who we're voting for. Well, I, I will give Frodo a chance. <laughs> okay, you take Frodo. All He's right. taking Ahsoka. I'll, I'll take Ahsoka. Go. Uh, Ahsoka will. Ahsoka will let Frodo go first. Okay. Frodo will go invisible, and he will just run away. and he will straight up avoid the fight or actually he would like recruit her for his quest he'd be like hey can you help me i'm trying to destroy this evil item and she'd be like this this ring is evil and he'll be like yes it is let us go destroy it and she will join him and that's how he will defeat her so there we go all right so ahsoka Ahsoka will use the force to see the future and see that uh, it is turbulent around Frodo's decision to throw the ring into Mount Doom, into the fires of Mount Doom. So she will tag along as Frodo's companion to ensure that we don't have another good guy turning bad uh, on Ahsoka's watch. And uh, as soon as Frodo starts turning, she'll just flip that lightsaber on and, you know, Decapitate, <laughs> decapitate. Just like arm. taking people's yeah. heads off. Actually, I've noticed that this 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 uh, superhero. This is like the third. This is the third person I'm trying to decapitate here. But this time it's with a lightsaber, and uh, I think it's accurate. <laughs> what does so lightsaber I, penetrate mithril? Yes, because we because they just they just mentioned that the only thing that can block uh, a lightsaber right now uh, is uh, Beskar. And I'm just going to point out the mithril armor did not cover his neck. Yeah. Yes. True. It was so. like a chainmail. Right. How else are you supposed to see his pretty head? That's yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, who do you vote for, Ahsoka or J- uh, Frodo? Uh, Ahsoka. If if Ahsoka could take out Magneto, I don't know what Frodo's <laughs> hanging out with his back. Yeah, there's no, there's no question. <laughs> All right, Jack, who do you vote for? I too vote for Ahsoka, but but only in the sense that like she would sense the turbulence around Frodo, and she would, she would take the ring and just hightail it to Mordor and probably make it there much so, faster than him. <laughs> cut a lightsaber, cut up the ring. Ooh, there we go. Uh, she was uh, probably trying to solve that. 
even faster. I, I could see her trying it, and if it didn't work, then I could see her just be like, "Nope, I'm taking this. You, you go." And then she'll like. Well, the only thing that the only thing that can destroy the ring is the is the fires of Mount Doom where it was created. So I don't think a lightsaber could destroy the we're, ring. We're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I vote for Ahsoka. Amanda, who do you vote for? I already voted. All right. Did, did, Ahsoka. Did everybody vote? All right. Hey, there's a it's chance. Unanimous. There's a chance she could be corrupted. I'm just saying. It's unanimous. <laughs> it's Ahsoka Tano. Moving on. All right. All right. We've got Draco Malfoy versus Cyclops. So, uh, Amanda, you want to do Draco? And Chris, you're doing Cyclops? Uh, okay. I argued against him last time, but, um, you know, I know, I know enough, I guess he's, okay. he's got a bright uh, eyeball. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, Amanda, go for it. How would Draco Shaka? defeat Cyclops? There, there's a freeze spell, isn't there? Like you can freeze someone. Yes, there is. Impedimenta. Impedimenta. Oh, impedimenta. So just a quick impedimenta. So what does an or, impedimenta do for this um, muggle? It, 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 it slows it, down if not stops an obstacle. Yeah. Okay. Like, it um, like really slows it down to the point it's hard. It's not moving. He can also throw an Obliviate. Just make Cyclops completely forget everything and what he's doing. Okay. Uh, just just to stop you right there, I have seen these spells work like uh, p- Petrific... Petrific... Petrificus Totalis. Totalis. There it is. Yes. The creatures that were stunned in these examples still were able to move their eyes. You can see it in the movie. So keep that in mind. Well, but Cyclops has to move his whole head because of the way his, his visor Oh, works. yeah, he's got that dumb ruby visor. Okay. Right. Um, so... That might not be a very good... I mean, I, <laughs> okay, so we've got Im- Impedimenta, we've got Petrificus Totalis, we've got Obliviate, which... My personal favorite, because then he can train Cyclops to do what he wants him to do. Um, and just convince Cyclops that he's actually on Draco's side. Um, oh, I think you're thinking of the Imperious Curse. Oh, the, oh, he could... Well, Oblivion wipes his memory, but then he convinces Imperious. Cyclops that Cyclops works for him. But he could also totally Imperious him and do the exact same thing. Well, probably imperious him and take out all of the X Men if he wanted to. Very true. All right, I, I, you know, I could argue both sides of this because I kind of, you know, I like them both as villains. You know, was one in the very first X Men kind of was a pseudo villain against like Wolverine. He was like the, the kind of like the counter, uh, to Wolverine's Wolverine ness. Um, all right, how does Cyclops win? But, <laughs> Cyclops has extremely long range. Uh, you could start there, but let's just say let's just say they encountered each other in the Muggle world. Okay, Cyclops he knows how to interact. He he can detect a situation. He can he can ascertain a situation quite easily. Uh, he's as Austin has argued, he is one of the most experienced leaders, combat leaders you could possibly ask for, uh, and. And that would be his domain. He would probably encounter Draco in the muggle world. You know, we'll say it like a bus stop or whatever. Uh, And Draco, all since he was born, knows that he is not allowed to use magic around the, uh, the muggle folk. He just can't unless his, unless his life is at stake. And he wouldn't know his life is at stake in a flash. 
when the Cyclops recognizes him as a, a huge threat and, you know, knocks him out with his, with a blast or, uh, you know, or worse decapitates, I guess, as that's the theme could be, could be a quick decapitation, just a blink of an eye. Uh, I don't think it would be a problem for Cyclops to detect Dracoy, uh, Dracoy, Draco Malfoy before uh, he had the opportunity to whip his wand out and start flicking it around and yelling at him. I think a blink of an eye is a lot faster than that. So what you're forgetting, though, is you're forgetting how affluent his family is. And if you think of all those families that bought their kids into college, (laughs) and we know that the Malfoy family has been buying their way through the bureaucracy, he knows he can get away with muggle murder (laughs) and nothing would happen to him. That's an uh, interesting take. Okay, so you're saying he would have no qualms in going, that's the guy, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to imperious him and make him dance around on this building. And he, he, he would have no qualms in doing that because honestly, him being in the muggle world at all, he is going to say he's afraid for his life and he's genuinely going to believe it. Hmm. Yeah, but hasn't hasn't Cyclops defeated similar villains in the x-men universe with the team guys my my knowledge <laughs> yeah, has, from the movement has from the cartoon in the 90s okay but has draco comics, has draco ever defeated anybody like cyclops before though i mean i would say cyclops has more likely defeated people closer to draco than draco defeating people like cyclops draco never really did kill anyone in harry potter right he was chosen to be the the killer of Dumbledore, uh, but he never got a chance, you know, and maybe he wouldn't have. We never, we'll never know, but maybe he didn't. But we do know he did imperious people Hmm. and he did cast nasty jinxes and spells on people that took people out of the fight. Doesn't have to kill him to defeat him. And it could be decapitation. So, (laughs) (laughs) Who would yeah, decapitate another faster? I think Cyclops would be winning this decapitation. And, and, and it could be that Draco just like randomly throws a hex at him, like the tripping jinx or pra- practical jokes jinxes at him because he can. And it takes him out because those jinxes are more powerful than Cyclops' power. All right, Jekka, start us off. Who do you think would win? Draco or Cyclops? Uh, uh, I do think Draco would win. Um, I will vote for Cyclops. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah. Chris. Chris. Chris, sir. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, I just I look just like her. It's true. Uh, so <sighs> Draco's definitely got a bigger bag of tricks. Um, you know, honestly, there's so many ways to obscure yourself in the magic world. I'm not sure an X-Man would even know that the magic world existed. They're so obscured from like, you know, everyday life or whatever. So I don't know if he would have a jump on Draco. And I guess I'd find it tough to see Draco who would know who he's looking for, would have probably all kinds of potions and, and uh, you know, enchantments on his side. Uh, 
I guess I'd have to go with Draco. Okay. I, I, I'm on Draco. Team Draco. All right. Draco is moving on. Even though he wouldn't be able to decapitate anyone nearly as quickly as a laser faced <laughs> dude. Very true. All right. We're going back to the left hand side. This is to this is the uh the semifinals before the championship round. We've got Gene Gray versus the master. Gene Gray got here by defeating Yennefer and Sonic. The master got here by defeating Hopper and Black Widow. So, the master versus Jean Grey. I think. Who wants to? Who wants to do Jean Grey? Who wants to do the master? I, I think I'm on Jean Grey through the end. Um, okay. <laughs> Someone else got to do the master. I'm. I'm still learning. I, I can do All the right. master. All right. Go, Jekka. Or, or go, go, Jean Grey. That'd be Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Jean so, Grey versus the master. Grey. Here we go. So Jean Grey comes into the situation and she can hear what the master is thinking. And so she gets the rundown on everything that's going on. And she just halts him in his place and catches him because she can hold him in place. Now that would be likely if the master was just running into a situation without doing his research but that's not the case. Like the master, he he plans things out. Like that's why he he's able to take everyone by surprise is because he like he's not so he's patient, but not in the way you would think. Like he's patient when he's putting together his plan, but the execution of it, I'll admit he's not so patient. Um, but it is it so what he'd be doing is as he's trying to formulate his plan he would find out what he could about Jean Grey without going to her directly. Like, he would talk, talk to the other X-Men to find but out more about her. To talk so that to the other he X-Men. would confront her, he would actually be able, he would have something akin to Magneto's helmet so that he can keep her out of his head. And But it wouldn't be something like a full-on helmet. It would probably be like an earring. Or a necklace, but or a hat. Like he always is at the a hat. same time. Those would be dead giveaways that he's up to no good, and she just frees him in place. Yeah, but this is the master. Like he wouldn't. He would but they're dead cool. giveaways. As he's much as the master is sneaky, you can't sneak by a psychic who can like physically hold you in place. <laughs> yeah, but Jean Grey gets tired. She gets Baby Yoda tuckered out after she uses some of her uh, powers at the higher levels. And, and that's why she ended up, like, dying and going into, you know, uh, Dark but Phoenix mode. We're not even talking about, like, super high-level powers. This is just her normal, like, okay, mind so reading. Okay, let's say he doesn't interview the X-Men. All he would have to do is just follow them around and just kind of observe from a distance. Like, observe how she fights while she's, like, distracted. And then he can kind of glean from that put together but a planet, you and then you don't have, get you the full powers by obser- observing her only professor x truly knows the extent of her powers because he's a psychic is the master psychic in any way no he is not and but the he, whole thing is, is, is almost all the time like, if you ever watched um, the 90s cartoon, she's never doing anything. 
he would think her an easy target because she's never like in the heat of the battle, really. She's always like helping people at the back of the battle. Yeah, but he I would mean, think her weak. Would but would Jean Grey straight up destroy the master? Because I think what the master might do is time travel back after learning something new about her and then keep going back and well, doing it over again. But the whole thing is is she would be if if he gets this thing where he blocks her mind and he it would have to be a full mental shield so like the helmet you wouldn't be able to do just an earring but he's also like he has more technology at his disposal than magneto so that's why i was saying he could be something like inconspicuous where it could be like an, a necklace that he could just keep tucked under his shirt or like an earring that would project a shield but it's around. a dead giveaway that there's a person there that you can't read their mind you would find a way to tweak it. I, I could see him like. Could his, sonic, could, could, his sonic, could his sonic screwdriver in some way act like a helmet in any way, shape, or form? No, because her mind, but, her brain isn't a machine. But could the master's TARDIS somehow help in any way, shape, or form? I mean, they have things like psychic paper and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So they do have psychic technology. So, sure, I'll give it that it's an earring, but it's a dead giveaway that there's someone trying to block. You fall, find out what's going on, find out they're doing bad things. Really, The master is a dead giveaway that he's doing bad things because all you have to do is observe him for a little while. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's stop right here. It sounds mm-hmm. like you're saying that somebody with psychic powers would instantly detect a, an unusual phenomenon in like a, a psychic realm or whatever. So I'm not saying it, it, it's a dead giveaway, but I'm saying if the master were to approach her and try and manipulate her, that's a dead giveaway because she can't read his mind. Does that make sense? But what if he went back and manipulated her parents to be mean to her or whatever, you know, and every time they were mean, you know, they'd say like, you know, red roses at her or something. And then he, you know, at that time, was just yell that word and he knows that that would be the word that you know that trips her up and now she can't use her powers and he can do whatever he wants so the whole thing is um the the basis of time travel with um with the doctor who universe is once you know something is going to happen once you know the way things are you can't go back and change it oh there's like a solid timeline and you can kind of move around it you can move around as long as you don't actually know something. Yeah, you can't really change major huge events, but you can like influence smaller things that happen around them. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's vote versus like the most powerful mutant. What is it? Let's vote. I'm I'm going to start us off. I am voting for Jean Grey. Chris, who do you vote for? I'm going to vote for Jean Grey. I know more about her as the Phoenix. She's just as high level, if not higher than Magneto. I can't imagine any uh, force past or present defeating her, even as a kid. So, All right. Uh, Jekka, who do you vote for? I actually would vote for Jean Grey. Like, her psychic abilities. Yeah. Amanda, who do you vote for? Jean Grey. All right. Jean Grey defeats the Master. Now we're going over here. 
Ahsoka Tano versus Draco Malfoy. All right. Malfoy. I'm going to hand off Draco to Jekka. All right. Uh, okay. We got me. Okay. Ahsoka Tano. All right. Let's be honest here. Uh, I guess I guess I'm taking Ahsoka. <laughs> uh, let's be honest here. Um, Jedi are the wizards of the Star Wars universe, but they're uh, they're like you know level ten wizards on acid. <laughs> you know. Uh, not only do they control like magic, but they control the very essence of life. Everything that binds the galaxy together, they control the force. Uh, add to that lightsabers. Add to that like super speed, jumpy, flippy everything. Um, and let's put it this way. I think Darth Vader would take out Draco Malfoy and Ahsoka Tano stood face to face and lived to talk about it with uh, her confrontation against Vader. Oh, that's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Man, I haven't watched that episode like three times. Gosh. Yeah, it's a dang good episode. I love that episode. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Chris, it's still worth watching. We're getting, you know? oh, you've got to watch it. It's amazing. It. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's my uh, that's my two cents we're for so. We're about uh, a season and a half in, actually, but it's you know it's slow going because of, of Rebels or of Clone Wars. Clone Wars. I've okay. Wait, yeah. Wait, how many seasons of Rebels are there? I've seen. Uh, I think there's four like seasons. four seasons. Yeah, four of seasons. All right. Keep with it, dude. It is worth it. It is good. All right. Honestly, all right. So that's my. I would say just skip season one and go to season two of Clone Wars. That's what I did. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I I would really. Yeah. That's that's not a that's, it, yeah. It yeah. Really, it was I, I Dragon Hard for us, season one. Yeah, season one. Season one was just them trying to figure out how to how to make a movie, make a Star Wars show. After that, it get, it gets really really good. It I started, watched it, a few it, with you, Austin uh, yeah. and Amanda. You know, I w- watched a few episodes with you guys, and it seemed like they get really good they get show, yeah right. It's, like, Dude, it's they, they get they get dramatically better, and there's a lot of weight behind the episodes, and yeah, they get dramatically better. But anyways, but back to All this. Right. Ahsoka versus Draco. Jekka, go for it. So Draco, he would stun her. There's a spell that is called Stupefy. He would stun her, and then he would turn her... I'm going to say a beetle. He'll, He'll turn her into, like, a small insect and then trap her in a bottle that will be magically um, fortified so that, like, she can't change back and it will be resistant to the Force. So he'll change her into a bug and put her in a jar. Okay. But I think she would still have, she'd be like the most powerful beetle on the planet. Cause I think she'd still have a, uh, you know, access to the force. <laughs> so, so, all right. All right. Amanda, who do you vote for? Ahsoka or Draco? Ahsoka. Chris, who do you vote for? Uh, Ahsoka. Jekka, who do you vote for? I I, I I tried for Draco, but it's Ahsoka. <laughs> I, too, vote for Ahsoka Tano. All right. So oh, my gosh. This championship. We've got, we've got uh, Ahsoka Tano entering the championship round, having defeated Magneto, Frodo, 
and Draco Malfoy and Jean Grey in the championship round, having defeated Yennefer, Sonic the Hedgehog, and the Master from Doctor Who. We've got Ahsoka versus Jean Grey. All right, so let's 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 do another round of all of us just discussing and trying to figure out who would actually win if this thing happened. This is insane. I think this is this is like the epitome of our superhero smackdowns. Yeah, they always they always lead to a really big confrontation. Epi- oh, and by the, the by the way, Pippin and uh, John Luke Picard. That was the epitome of our. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> by by the way, we uh, if I haven't said this uh, already, uh, you know, we keep track of all the champions of each superhero SmackDown, and uh, when we eventually get there. Uh, we're gonna have like a, a a tournament of champions. All the previous champions are coming back, and we're gonna see who the champion of champions is. But for now, we've got Jean Grey versus Ahsoka Tano. So who? How would this fight go about? Who like? I know Amanda likes to keep talking about you so know Jean freezing Grey people could... in midair, but Ahsoka Tano could freeze people in midair so, too. No, so they, they you you have a psychic mutant against a Jedi. You know, before, like, Ahsoka and Magneto, like, that's the one thing we didn't consider is, like, Ahsoka using the Force to try to influence my Magneto psychologically. And now we have Ahsoka and Jean Grey, who can have powers that are around that realm, facing off against each other. So, while Ahsoka can't read Jean Grey's mind... Well, she might she be can read to. intentions and emotions. Oh, yeah. She talked about that when she was reading Grogu's mind. Yeah. And so she didn't read Grogu's mind, but she could feel his intentions and his thoughts. Like, not his thoughts exactly, but feelings. So how would she respond? How would it pan out? Because Jean Grey can full-on hear thoughts. Like, she could full-on hear what someone's thinking. But, like, I can see it, like, Dean Gray's reading Ahsoka's mind to try to figure out a way to outsmart her, and Ahsoka starts realizing, whoa, she knows what I'm doing before I do it. How is she doing that? Is she reading my thoughts? And then Ahsoka, I could see, like, Ahsoka, like, tricking her. You know, she would be, like, doing, like, that false, like, oh, if I do this, that will throw, I can get in, and Jean Gray will be expecting that, and Ahsoka will be like, whoop Sneak attack! Yeah. So, but Ahsoka, once she realizes Jean Grey's intentions, could throw out false thoughts. You know, the, the, Jedi training would definitely be training against potential Sith. Yeah. And, you know, there is one small advantage that Ahsoka might have leading up to this is that uh, through the force, she might be able to see the future and be able to prepare for this in a way that maybe Jean Grey could not. Because I don't think Jean Grey can see into the future. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't know. This is this is a hard one. I got. I, I like listening to you guys discuss it, so I can think. <laughs> <laughs> so, and. and- I will admit that Jean Grey's power is more on par with the abilities of the Force. But in a lot of ways, Ahsoka is trained to fight against Jean Grey's power in a way that no one else Jean Grey has fought is able to do. 
Wait, say that one more time. Okay, so Ahsoka is trained fighting against other Jedi. Yeah. Who could also freeze her. But, like, part of the Jedi training is how to get out of those situations. Okay. So Jean Grey is not trained to fight someone like Ahsoka. Well, Ahsoka is trained to fight someone like Jean Grey. And I think that gives Ahsoka an upper hand. There is nothing like Jean Grey when it comes to the Phoenix. I I just can't imagine a power like that. Well, it may be the but we're not talking about the Phoenix. You know, we established that against form, Jennifer. You know, and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. We 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 established that at, at the very first fight. Is that that this is, this is like not Dark Phoenix? This is Dark Dark Phoenix is kind of a almost a different character than Jean Grey. Yeah. So I, so I don't, it, it'd be like talking, uh, you know, Darth Vader or Anakin, you know, the two different characters, even okay. though, okay. They, yeah. The little boy so, with the pod. Different points in their life. Yeah, so this, this, is Jean, this is Jean Grey okay. that we, we've established. Uh, so I think she's, the Jean Grey that I know before she became, you know, the Dark Phoenix was underpowered. I don't think she'd have a chance against a Jedi that could do mind tricks and, and is used to somebody else who could, you know, use some telepathy. Yeah, but I mean, and- yeah, but Jean Grey, I think Jean Grey is used to people uh, fighting people like Ahsoka Tano, people, other mutants, people that have extraordinary abilities and can jump and flip and yes, use all sorts extraordinary of stuff. abilities. But she's not used to fighting someone with her abilities that is actually trained to use them. She's used to fighting people who maybe have these abilities but don't have years upon years of training and i would say too like jean gray is used to dealing with like so like fighting people that have like one ability so maybe like one ability to run fast one ability to be especially acrobatic whereas ahsoka tano has like all of those things but i'm I'm sitting here i'm trying to think of like an argument for jean gray i feel like i'm siding with ahsoka law and i do want to give jean gray a chance so i'm still thinking Maybe we should call Nathan. <laughs> What's Bug Bob well, again? <laughs> well, What's he doing? Schoolwork? That's not important. This that was Bob. That was, we, we left Bob. You know, okay, so G, I'll, I'll say this. Jean Grey um, is still trying to really learn her full powers and potential. Um, she's still kind of a student. Where Ahsoka, you know, she is uh, she's a fully trained Jedi Knight. I mean, she, she, she's taken on entire armies in the Clone Wars and lived to talk about it. <laughs> it, it, it. The reason I can't really side with Jean Grey is because Ahsoka has all the training behind her. And uh, as we talked about real world experience, I'm trying to remember which fight um, there was somebody who ha- didn't have real world. Oh, it was the Michelangelo. He doesn't yeah. doesn't really have the real world experience that Black Widow had. And it's kind of the same thing with Jean Grey versus Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka Tano has the experience, whereas Jean Jean Grey doesn't have near the experience or the training. Okay, wait, and wait, I think wait, actually wait. with Jean Grey versus there, Ahsoka, there, it there, really there, is the training. It sounds like we're all in agreement, or at least three of us are. Yeah, no, like I, I mean, I, I keep siding with Ahsoka because like. I really no, do see it sounds Ahsoka. Like four of us are trying to yeah. trying for Jean Grey to win, but all of us say Ahsoka. I think we've got to win. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I was, you know, I was like, the only way I can really see Jean Grey coming out on top 
is if she managed to like permanently freeze Ahsoka so Ahsoka could not move or do anything at all. But then again, it's like Ahsoka's but, Jedi training. She would just fall into a Jedi meditation and through yeah, that she would be able to find a way out. Well, 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 I, well it's not a, it's not a, it's not just that. Even I mean you don't need you don't need to move to use the force. Exactly, it's just some, yeah. it's just something that people do. I mean think think about, you know, Luke, you know, in his meditation thing just lifting rocks. He's not he's not using his hands and moving around. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Uh, I mean, or, or think of Yoda on, in a, I think it's episode two, you know, he's using the force and he's hearing things, uh, you know, Anakin, Anakin, oh! Well, in, in yeah, an earlier no. fight, Chris had mentioned she's kind of like baby Yoda. If she uses her powers too much for too long, she just kind of mm-hmm. like collapses. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jean Grey? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we'll start the voting. Uh, Amanda? Ahsoka. Chris? Ahsoka. Uh, Jekka? Ahsoka. All right, I too vote for Ahsoka, even though I initially thought Magneto could defeat Ahsoka. For real, but 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 I don't. I think Magneto could defeat Jean Grey. Because uh, he has in the But past. here we go. <laughs> I, I yeah. will admit, I had you call Bob because I knew who Bob would vote for. <laughs> Ooh, bias request. <laughs> yes, a, bi- a bias. Phone make a good friend. point. You're assuming that Ahsoka's lightsabers were metal, and it's like, what if they're not? Then yeah, wow. that was a very There's good some metal in there somewhere. Like, yeah, they're metal. They're but metal. are they magnetic metal? You no. Know, is there any? Is there like iron in the Earth or the planet that he's on or whatever? I, you know. <sighs> Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, folks. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on another adventure of Super Nerd Podcast. Uh, Please hit that podcast subscribe button and leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever else you find us. Hey, next week, we're going to be talking a little Christmas movie called Gremlins. That's right. Going back to the 80s, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. So, we're going to be talking some Gremlins. And if you happen to watch it with us, make sure to leave us a voicemail with your thoughts on Gremlins at anchor.fm slash supernerdpodcast. And you just might be on the upcoming show. You can also email us your thoughts on Gremlins at supernerdpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, search Super Nerd Podcast. Give us a like, give us a share, and please tell a friend about us. But from all of us at Super Nerd Podcast, stay nerdy, my friends. Have fun. Catch you later. Hey, I think Gremlins must have been written by someone that owned a lot of cats.
Guardian Leviosa.